So, <laughs> oh, this is good. This is a good one. Okay. And here we go. We are live and good evening, everybody. Sorry for the delay in going live. It is uh, Wednesday, March 10th, 2021. It is week two in the Big Brother Canada 9 house. Um, and we're covering, we're continuing our coverage here on Super Mater Brothers Podcasting. I'm Dave Mater, joined with Jamil Robinson. How are you doing tonight, Jamil? I'm doing well. Um, you know, a little Pepto does a lot of work. Um, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. You know, this was this is a this is a busy day for me and a busy night. But uh, this uh, episode four, if, if you will, of this season, um, I think was uh, qu was quite entertaining. I'm I'm um, I'm intrigued with this, the dynamics in this house. I think that there's a lot of interesting gameplay going on. I think that this is what I want to see out of a season. I think I you know you obviously you have your so, somewhat naive players. You you see your your strong gamers in play. And uh, and and I think Josh uh, is quite the casting find, although I don't think he's long for this game. Uh, but I, I'm kind of enjoying the moments while we have it. And just uh, before we jump in, let's uh, let's pay a little homage to Josh if 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 this may be his last week here. If you wanted best friends, I don't know. Go to daycare. There we go. Uh, I, it's the you know what? It's not just the line it's the delivery and the pause in between like i i i don't know go i don't know. go to daycare that's that's <laughs> if you're here for best friends that's not big brother but okay but josh you're not doing a great job you know he kind of know he's a little bit self-aware in the sense he knows he kind of uh didn't didn't play the first week so well that he's sort of a you know an outcast now for you know whether that earned or not and uh and he's you know doesn't there's not a lot he can do about that but uh Jamil, do, uh, do you think that if he did not have that blow up he would he wouldn't be where he is i think like he was fated to be where he is I agree. I, 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 yeah, I, I don't think that it's just that, yeah, he kind of had this thing with Julie in week one and they both ended up looking bad and everyone's can put the finger on them. But I think it's also like we, and we, here we see Rohan is the replacement nominee tonight. Uh, when Kiefer comes down and, um, it's, it's, you know, Rohan has also been someone who's been at sort of the bottom of the, um, hierarchy of the social dynamics especially with this team setting and the fact that this uh defender team is is small you know with only seven people to begin with and most of them are uh they, and they, they're always eligible because they've lost both times now so yeah yeah absolutely so josh it, it, it he's unfortunate that he's in this team and on this bad position he's been on the block twice right um, but it's or no, he was yeah. He yeah, they, was they were all block week one. I keep thinking there was only two on the block in week one, but it was all six of them, right, at the time. So that was that's what kind of made it different. But but for the most part, and he knew it. He was one of two that was the major focus of last year, uh, last um, week's eviction. So therefore, he was more or less on the block. Right. Yes. Um, yeah. And 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 uh, not so, not going so well here. But I want to kind of break down this episode um, uh, and see my scene and see what 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 are we what are we seeing here. So this was uh, Austin is the HOH this week. Uh, her she's uh, she she. What, she what, is. How, well, <laughs> is she, she is because it seems like she's not really dictating what's happening during her HOH week. She's a fairly um, not non-present hoh i would say like she doesn't mo like um there was very little of her in her hoh room tonight there was a couple scenes she she did talk to tara and brayden sort of towards the end but uh you, you didn't see austin sort of throwing the power around the weight around very much here uh she was uh, like not competing in the veto that's a different dynamic in this canadian version uh but uh yeah like how would you grade uh austin's hoh so far Three yeah, out of ten in terms of effectiveness because her target, um, which was Kiefer, um, was seemingly not in danger outside of in his own mind. Well, who was right? her target? I thought it was Josh was the target. No, it was Kiefer was her target, and then like it just morphed into, well, who are we getting out kind of thing, right? You, just, what did the show show us tonight? What do you think the show portrayed to us? Did, well, did, did, I think the show more or less kind of 
glossed over what happened the previous episode and it just morphed into the reality of the situation like they kind of um they kind of uh let's say did a quick cut into uh who are we gonna vote out well i guess we're voting out josh kind of kind of situation it didn't really it didn't show its work right, is the best term because right. when we last left it it was Kiefer, she was not like very fond of especially with what he did and josh is there because that's what the house wants right and it would would make sure that she didn't have blood in her hands uh so like and during like i'm it, it seemed like it was positioning Kiefer, even in, in terms of how her, she was um dealing with both people in terms of conversation josh was very relaxed in her presence she let him talk Kiefer was more his body language was very defensive he was like one kind of thigh on the bed and the other like yeah it was like uh, okay so I, I i think there's some credence here to the idea that austin would prefer Kiefer to go but that maybe the house that would not be what the house would want the house seems to want josh out more oh yeah um, definitely well, the you know, Sunsetters want Josh out. The Sunsetters. And we need to talk about the Sunsetters because Kiefer is a member of the Sunsetters. And the Sunsetters yes. was not talked about in this week, these these two week one episodes. This apparently all happened before the show really was. This yes. would have been like the pre-sequester um, stuff. So if you um, listen to the spoilers for um, episode one, sorry, not episode one, but yeah, like um, the first episode on the show, um, I did mention... Oh, sorry, eviction. Last episode, I did mention the Sunsetters and um, who was a part of the Sunsetters. So um, we did see in the you, light. You, you, yeah, 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 we did cover but it in the spoilers last time. But it was. Yes, it I, I was not surprised. But I, I, but like the uh, the casual audience uh, yes. would would be a little bit more like, oh, okay, this is a thing. So um, the 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 thing about live feeds is, and I'm I'm not spoiling anything, but this is the reality. What happens in one day where it's like, this is a huge revelation. Oh, my gosh. Like news of this new group. And by the time the episode airs, that group could have already fallen apart. Like the Sunsetters could have headed to the sunset themselves. And the time that news was relevant doesn't necessarily mean it was relevant for this episode. So Fair seeing enough. that it's showing up on the, the TV screen, this is important information that you as the audience need to know. Well, yeah, we, it's need to have information, and and fair enough. And they got they get it out right up front in this episode. It's it's early on. They say, okay, well, there's there's this other alliance, and you're right. A lot of alliances get created. Uh, there are alliances on top of this alliance, I'm sure, but this one seems to be carrying a narrative. And uh, enough of the diary room sessions probably are leading them to believe that. So the sunsetters are uh, Jed, Kiefer, Latoya, Tina, and, uh, and Ty or Tishon, whichever name we're, we're going with. Um, so is that, is that just the five, right? Uh, no, it's just, six. So it's, six? um, Beth, I don't think you included. Oh, Beth is who I'm missing. Okay. Yes. So, okay. And this is not a surprising alliance by any means. It's I, Kiefer maybe, uh, and Tina a little bit. I, I, you know, like would they, but not really either. I could totally see them pulling these two players in. With without the two older gentlemen, it's all the older the two younger people. It's all the older people. Right. Well, yeah, that's true. Okay. So, like, what uh, aside from like what to Sean and Jetson? Yeah, Ty and Jed. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Okay. And Latoya, I can't remember how she's in her twenties, right? Latoya, she's pretty young still. No, Latoya. No, Latoya is one of the three oldest, I think. Okay, but she's not the oldest. Tina would be, that would be Tina. Yeah, it's Tina, it's Tina, then Tara, Tara. and Kiefer. I think after that. Yeah, so okay. you have some of the older people in it, and um, Beth, I think, is the kind of standout because I don't think she's, I think she's in her late twenties. Yeah, but there's yeah. not like there's a massive gap between any of these people Correct. in the whole house. But but maybe it, but it, the younger you are, the more of a gap you think it is. Yes, and the older you get, the less you care about any of this. But it's so okay. So th this alliance is interesting. I think it's um I think it's it's got a lot of potential because you have this core Latoya Jetson and Tashawn thing that was already happening. Plus yeah. you have a potential showman's here. Tashawn and uh, and Beth are kind of a thing, maybe. No, I, I'm just not fans. She of ended that it though. She she told us later on in that in that session. I ended it. She, he was like, it wasn't even started. 
you know and she's like oh you were ready to rumble she said to him <laughs> there was a whole thing uh, okay but then then um then, yeah we so we had this alliance is brought to us then we see latoya and tina are talking in one of the first like one-on-one sessions seeing a good connection now with these two that obviously they're part of this sunsetter group um so i guess we can say that this captain twist worked to Kiefer and Tina's benefit because both of them are part of this. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. So, so good for them. Like often these, these advantages or powers that are bestowed on certain house guests can put more heat on them than they would like. So that didn't seem to be the case here. Um, sometimes it, like, if you're like a Paul in BB 19, it makes you like the <laughs> too God powerful. Of the too yeah. powerful. It can also be, have the adverse effect. So then, this, yeah. this, this goes into my reason as to why, um, Austin's HOH is not a good one because Tina and Kiefer have turned their positions of power into a group where they were able to communicate with a, a good portion of the house and were able to create inroads and relationships. Austin, for the most part, has seemingly not really had conversations with the entire house, right? Or ones that we've seen of relevancy, right? Mm -hmm. HUH is the time where people are supposed to be coming to you and um, checking in and you checking in with them. This is your perfect opportunity to talk to people without it looking sketch that you're talking to other members of outside of your team or alliance or anything like that because it needs to happen. Now, with only half of the house being up for eviction, only half of the house seems kind of obligated to talk to you. So Austin didn't really seem like he, she was kind of pushing to get those inroads with the with part of her own team. And the reliance on the team game is going to be done eventually. And, you know, what, yeah. what is her, her week? What, what does she have to show with it? Right? Because not much. She, she, she didn't, she didn't gain her, much here. She didn't really get her target, more or less. But she's not really going to have that much blood in her hands. At the same time you kind of whiffed the bat in terms of kind of creating strong connections with um, specific members of the house. Well, okay. Like Austin's not a member of this sunsetter group, mm -hmm. right? And you often see the first HOH like Austin be pulled into a, an alliance like this. Not the case this time. They've left her out of it. Um, and they have not pulled her in even after she got power. They don't feel like they need to. But how high on the priority list is to get Austin out for the Sunsetters? I'm not sure. Um, probably not that high. Maybe Kiefer, maybe a little higher for Kiefer because this was not uh, – this didn't go so well for him. Well, it, it actually, but it actually did because he pulled himself down and he's fine now. Um, what did you think of the Austin-Kiefer discussion? Like in uh, they were – um, I don't even think I, don't, I can't remember where this discussion took place. Was it? It happened right under the stairs. Under the stairs. Right under the stairs. I'm like, wait, what? Like, shouldn't they have this conversation a little bit more privately in a room? What like, is going on between Austin and Kiefer? Like, why is their dynamic so awkward? I I honestly don't know. And even the way Austin kind of talks to her, it's like low key. Does he? Is he nervous around her? I like I get that vibe that he's kind of nervous because he's like, you're so pretty and smart and and like Yeah, he's intimidated I, I, on some level, but I can't yeah, really... like you see him very relaxed around other people, like even someone who like Latoya, who seems very intimidating, um, he seems somewhat relaxed and can talk to her, but like Lato like um Austin, he seemed like you see it. You see it in the body language, right? I'm, I'm, I'm not just. Uh, it's oh, not I, just to I mind. totally see it, and it, you're right. It's, it's a, it's an unusual thing for Kiefer because he's so calm and so relaxed with everybody else, almost in the house. Maybe not Josh. His, his, his body language with Josh was a good, but uh, <laughs> I think that's just general. I think that's just people. Josh. I think everyone's like that with Josh. I don't think that was like Kiefer only, uh, but it was. But uh, generally, when I watch Kiefer on live feeds, he's getting along with everybody. He's feel, like everyone's kind of like, oh, it's Kiefer, cool. Uh, but not with Austin. It's like, am I allowed to talk to you or something? It's kind of so weird. Your Excellency, Your Excellency, they, <laughs> I will you address you out here. Yeah, it's it's, but yeah, he wouldn't be like that with Latoya. I don't think. I don't think yeah. he'd be like that with like Beth. 
Um, so it's it's. I, I need to of, look up pictures of his wife because maybe she like reminds him of her. Maybe and... Austin is more his type. I don't know what the heck's yeah. going on, or maybe it's nothing like that. Maybe there's some maybe. something else going on. But um, then I think okay. I, I think that's the primary reason why he he was so nervous because with other people he can kind of like connect with them but with her she's he's like he doesn't know her where her mind is at and he just can't he just can't come to the conclusion that he's safe because he feels that she has power maybe yeah i get that there's always that like i'm the nominee you're the hoh and there's kind of this weird vibe right now and like that th those things are always that that's not unusual to see but um this was yeah a little more leading into how he got nominated in the first place. Uh, but let's talk about the other nominee for a second, Josh. Um, so we got a scene of him talking to himself because there's no one for him to talk to. There's no one for Josh to have a scene with in this show. Yeah. This is sad. It is sad. Um, That's I, a little sus. A little sus. Yeah. That scene was prematurely cut. Um, I don't know if you, you heard about what happened with this. Um, it is a, it isn't a spoiler because, but you can look back at the live feeds. So he was continuing to talk to himself, and Latoya came in, and um, okay. she's like, "What are you doing?" And then he's like, "Oh, I was just talking to myself," and she's like, "That's weird." Just I'm like that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't well, know tell us how you really feel, Latoya. <laughs> yeah, Latoya, like Latoya, like you could tell, like there's specific people they don't like Josh and they don't hide it at all in terms of how they talk to him. Like people aren't even I, pretending. I don't want to speak for my wife, but my wife gets a very negative vibe off of Josh from the show. She says he's not. I do not like his energy or how he. Um, I, what, Dave, what I already mentioned. I already mentioned it before. Like, if he's in the kitchen by knives, I'm I'm leaving the kitchen. Like, that, that's <laughs> yeah. That's, that was I'm kind like... of what that was a little bit what she was saying. And I was like, oh yeah, really? Because I, I I I I I never think of him as dangerous. Maybe, but he seems maybe he could be. That seems like the mo of like someone who might you know not be too happy with society. Right, uh, like you know, when they say like he was a nice boy, he was a quiet boy, or you know, he, 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 he was often to himself he before it's himself. like a headline or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, like um, people are not enjoying him. There was a whole scene with him tonight in like the short underwear. Uh, was that with with, with Kiefer? I think Kiefer comes in and he's in those. He's like, hey man, and Kiefer's like, hey. <laughs> Oh my gosh! No, like they in the inter. If you watch an episode, they intersplice some scenes where it's like people are talking, and then he walks in, and people leave, or they just stop talking, and it's not like they stop talking and then kind of realign so like they don't look sus. Um, they just stop talking until he leaves, right? Just like flat out, we're talking about you. Um, oh, so they don't, was, care. they don't. They, they don't care. He knows if he knows. They, they not, don't care. They have. They have no regard for his feelings. What has he done? What has Josh done to them to, to earn this? It's. I, uh, it's only two things. Only two things. One, he had that quote unquote blow up, and two, it's musical chairs, and he's still standing while everyone's sitting, right? And right. he, like, you don't want to associate yourself with um with weight that's going to sink. He's he's chum. He, oh, oh yeah, yeah. He's he he's a uh, um, a lame duck, you would say. I, you know, he's he's just. So not, why are you going to invest any time in like in type in terms of relationships with someone who's very difficult to connect to, and two is not long for this world? The consensus, like he's going to be gone. True. Okay. I, again, he's not long for it, but I think that the, you know there have been other players that who are obviously going out in the history of big brother who the house still makes feel welcome and not feel like, like, like nobody <laughs> likes well you. Just, you, you like, I'm glad that he's not self evicting. So that's because no. they're not treating him well. They're not treating him well at all. If you wanted best friends, I don't know. Go to daycare. Yeah. Um. <laughs> oh my gosh! He's not here for daycare. He's here for—I don't know what he's here for. What is Josh I, here I, for? You know what? I honestly think that he—if oh. you know, someone told me that he was a recruit, I would totally believe it. 
um, just because he's he's just so fascinating. Um, but at the same time, um, he 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 kind of like he's the type of person who's going to give it an old college try. And then if it didn't work out, he just kind of shrugs his shoulders like it was a decent experience and then just move on. Like it'll just be a footnote type of thing. Whereas, you know, this show means a lot more to other people like uh, Victoria's memoirs is going to be like named um, Tales from the Ball Pit. Right, tales <laughs> from the vault. Oh, okay, and this is okay. So we, I got we I, I we came on a little late, and partly was because I had to pull two sound clips from the ball pit. The ball pit was pretty early. There's a couple things that happened before the ball pit, we, but we can we can hold we off. Can, we, we can, can hold. we 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 can hold off. Okay, we could yeah, because we yeah. had the we had the Josh talking to himself scene, which we got into. There was also Beth and Sean outside. We kind of talked about this a little bit that they're sort of. Not quite a showman's, but they're flirty and they're it may have started, it may not have, but which which is good, you know, like they there's obviously emotional um and gameplay hooks that are that are like that are connecting the two of them. So um in terms of a pair, um for for Ty, this is better than Jed, really. Um <laughs> uh, well yeah, like yeah, oh no, but this is bad for Jed, right? Like and oh, it's this terrible is- for Jed. It's really bad. It. It's okay. It's good for the sunsetters a bit, like per, because it you know makes those two strong. Um, and I guess it's good for the other members of the sunsetters other than Jetson because yeah. it divides to Sean's attentions. The more he's with Beth, the less he's with Jetson. The more he's pliable. I you know. Um, I, th- I think it's also good because if they were like growing out together, that's a bigger target than if they're kind of. Like people are thinking, are we seeing some uh, Ross and Rachel action happening in the couch because mm-hmm. they look kind of close, right? People can speculate that, but if it's the two dudes just growing out all the time, then that just screams like alliance or 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 like, it's it's such a monumental threat because you have to get yeah. both of them out now, right? And yeah. you still do, right? Like the everybody who's not in the sunsetter should be quickly trying to figure out how they're going to even counter this because it's six people of we only started with 14 it's a good number it's and it's all like these strong smart players who yeah. are very capable um uh, it's not it's, it's not good if you're not one of those six um but yeah so beth and Tashawn, they might be ready to rumble and they're part of this of this six i want to also talk about this rap freestyle which i didn't pull that as a as a, as a sound clip um okay so Initial reaction. Tell, us how, right? tell me how you really feel, Dave. Yeah, tell me how you really. F- I, I have. I. I. I enjoyed the segment. What. What did you think? Uh, I. I don't really want to see that on television. I don't care. Leave it for the live feeds. I'm just. It just seems so contrived and. Uh, it, no, I understand you guys are bored and everything, but like that. Uh, the BB fashion show of years of old. I don't care about that. Give me more strat, right? I, I want to yeah, see less that. of this, less of these goofy house antics. Like, I don't mind like you dedicating like ten seconds because a character does something wacky, like Victoria just is Victoria. But like spicy V, <laughs> spicy V. But this was like what it's. It felt like two minutes, two minutes of prime time. No, I I don't really and okay. You say contrived much- though. Was this like scripted, rehearsed, and done, or was that completely spontaneous freestyling? They were working on it for a while. That was that was something that they. But what about even when Josh had the ending part where he said, "That's why they, had, they a, had the body reactions like oh," because that was not expected, was it? Or that was? I think it was expected. I think it was expected. Oh. And he blew up the house. So okay, because I was like, that uh, you know, I I've thought about trying out for the Big Brother house. This made me not want to try out for the Big Brother house because I'd be like, oh no, is this what they these younger kids do these days? These twenty somethings they they uh, they want to freestyle, and my freestyling skills, I don't have any. Like I don't even try. It's they, will, not- they will they will work with you. You'll be massaged into the role. Look, oh, Tina was able to do it and everything. That scares the hell out of me. Um, just- you can do a rhyme. Not on the spot. I'm not as good. I like improv. You just have uh, to remember. You just have to remember your lines. I know. You yeah. Well, like and Latoya, she was like, it felt like she. I couldn't tell what was pre-rehearsed and what was just kind of made up. But Latoya <laughs> was like, I don't know. She was. Uh, I was like, I don't know. She like 
took what that last person said and made it into her rhyme. And I don't know, that's even scarier. All of them were doing that. If if you listen to it back, basically all of them took from the previous person. That was Not part Tara, of the rhyming. Well, Tara special. <laughs> Tara special. <laughs> I especially focused on Tara because she's my age. And I was like, yeah. Tara, what, what, what's Tara? It, it, Tara's didn't even quite rhyme. It wasn't very good. There was no flow to it. <clears throat> flow is more important than rhyming. You'll you'll find in a lot of rap songs nowadays. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It Look just has to sound right instead of actually yes. yeah having poetics yes exactly so don't worry wait you're telling me you would rather not do the rap segment and you would do bb fashion instead uh i would feel more comfortable doing the yeah the bb fashion than the freestyle game or whatever okay. because uh it's just it's the it's the um, it's the what what I'm being asked to be put on like it's it's a stage fright thing, but it's it's what it's my confidence level in doing one thing versus doing something else, right? So. They will they will they will if you mess up big time, they'll cut it and clean it up. Okay, that's good. Okay. But it's even just it's but being in, in front of, like in front of the other house guests, like that's why I was saying and the, like and the snapping. I was yeah in the snapping. I could probably learn that part, but it's it's um it, it was just like oh, I, mean, no. I mean like the pressure of like the snapping, like keeping on beat. You're like um um um, um kind of yeah thing. yeah. That's just not. I don't think I I I maybe maybe I I could get over this fear, but it's it, it initially I have like a fear like a stage fright kind of thing. Let's uh, okay. to do such things like. I know I have that type of anxiety too, but um, you know, it's the fight or flight type of thing comes up. And I think that you're a fighter, Dave. I think that you would fight for your life in the BB rap house and yeah. you'll make sure that you your flow is tight and that you, um, you blow up the stage, right? And like, you'll drop. I, I'm going to try because yeah. I, even the first time I got it for karaoke, I was scared out of my mind, but I did it a few more times and I still was get that, scared, but was that Vashel uh, or that was long. That was long after. Oh, I don't even know what the first, I can't even remember what the first time was anymore. I've done it so many times since, but like, you know, just being up on, I think it was probably Kerrigan arms or something like that. Uh, near my, at the, the bar near my parents' house, but um and not a big room like it's a room that holds like maybe 50 people so that was a little easier uh before doing bigger stages not that i'm a karaoke god i'm just saying like, and now he he sells out stadiums folks now i'm i am the karaoke god actually i'm gonna <laughs> lean in the other way uh, <laughs> um but enough on this rap rap yes. battle okay let's move on um we had another segment with it was Tashawn jetson latoya and victoria in the destiny room i think and they were talking about hair yeah and yeah okay so i'm interested in how you reacted to this segment because i feel like a lot of people just don't understand um i was lost i would say okay. i was lost i i was <laughs> like i was like jane what's going on like what's you know and she was like oh they're talking about the hair or something and i was like oh, okay because i just i lost i like i zoned out for a second and then i came back and the conversation wasn't making sense to me and that was about it like i didn't like i didn't know what else what um fill okay. me in like what, okay. what do i need so to know let me try to recap so jen and ty were talking about their uh understanding the length of time um, during the BB house. And first off, they were talking about stress and eating um, slop and how people have reacted to, you know, um, having slop, which is people have lost like a ton of weight, right? Being on slop. A yes, lot. it was. A, it started off about slop. They were talking about yeah. that first. Yeah, that's right. And, and then they were worried, about, uh, like, I believe Jed was worried about losing his hair, right? And um, uh, he said that I don't want the end of the season come and and uh what's it uh lt uh that's what they call latoya sometimes or what she referred to herself um she touches her hair and he loses it right and then she i don't know i don't believe she's admitted that she's a cop but the fact that her light is um if i touch your hair um anything that i do won't be held against me and i'm like wait a second did she kind of just drop like a, a cop line in there well, like they're calling her lt which is like a, like a like a lieutenant or a cop <laughs> like it's just like like she's so militant and she's so like um like and then cop all and over then, and then that conversation kind of um evolved into a uh, jet and tie talking about 
um, concerns about how they're going to get their haircut. Um, and then you had Victoria talking about when she, before she came on the show, she made sure that when they put in a weave, it was as tight as possible um, to ensure that it, it lasts longer or as long as necessary of the season. Um, okay. So they were all, all kind of laughing about that thing. Obviously, uh, <laughs> Latoya doesn't have anything to worry about outside of getting some shaving cream. Um, yeah, she's got the short. <laughs> no, she, she, she's she's bald. <laughs> is there is there nothing Latoya, there? It's it's clean. That's what I saw. It's clean. Okay. Okay. I, I, I might be wrong, and I might be. I, mean, hey, I thought I, I saw some stubble. Maybe I was imagining <laughs> that, but it was. Uh, she, maybe she hasn't got a shaving cream yet. Maybe but, she had, it was a five o'clock shadow. I don't know. It was good. But I, I guess what some people might not realize is the the hair culture in the black community. Mm -hmm. And that was really what that that's that what that was. was about. Yeah. Okay. Right? And that's they probably look, why I was not they as, didn't want to look ratchet on television. That was the thing. What's what word was that? Ratchet. Ratchet. No, ratchet. Ratchet. Okay. okay, this homework for next episode tomorrow. You're gonna yeah. urban dictionary it. Okay. Okay. And, okay. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure with the class. <laughs> I don't know what's going ratchet. on. Okay. Rack. Rack. Okay. We're gonna. Okay. We're gonna. Oh, oh, we'll circle back to that. We'll circle back to that one. Okay. Let's go back to the game. Okay. The power of veto, which is what this week is. Uh, there was the uh, the ceremony. Um, Austin picked, even though she doesn't compete, she still picks somebody uh, out of the bag, and she would have the choice if if it got the house guest choice. So she selects uh victoria spicy v to compete in this what would become the apple competition um we have uh what did you think of that <laughs> i like i when the when it came up i'm like oh my gosh she's gonna freak and yep so said so done you know what she's an entertaining part of the show for me so i i can't complain when you know happenstance in, allows her to be more present so i yeah, like it that was good uh Kiefer had the next pick uh he drew tara uh tara came out yeah which is yeah whatever tara's in this okay uh and she she seemed excited i have tara in the draft so i was happy to see her more have be involved in the show even though she, yeah. she she's involved in like the second half of this episode way more uh and then we also had uh josh got the house guest choice and he picked Tina, but who was Josh going to pick? And he he rationalized this as he thinks that Tina has, has the best chance of losing this comp a competition. That's why he did it. Um, and funny enough, at the finals, what happened? Uh, well, Tina was actually in this. She was uh, she did well, and she nearly she didn't win, but she was in the race. Didn't she? She tied. She tied Josh, right? Yeah, that was the thing. So that's yeah, why that's... I find it hilarious. <laughs> No, no, you're right. You're totally right. I didn't put that together yet. Yeah. So that's um, Josh. Josh, and like you know, Tina afterwards is like, I'm not happy he picked me. In other words, because it just it's like, well, no, everyone when when that house guest choice comes out, do you think everybody on that couch is thinking, not me, not me? Please don't pick me. No way. Jed and Ty are like licking their chops, hoping they get chosen because they just want to win being comps. At right. this point, when now that they have kind of like a little bit of safety and a shield, it's like I get to play in competitions. Plus, people want the costumes too, right? They right. Want to you, get to, get, you get to keep yeah. that stuff, right? If you yeah. wear it in the competition. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if, but if I, I don't, if you're Jetson or Tashawn, like, I don't think you want to do that. Like, I think you, you don't want, want to win, but you, you still want to play. Yeah, yeah, I th I guess. Like, I I think like if you, knowing this is a week where you're not going to go up for sure, if you're the one of those two guys, you 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 have to like Jetson would be the only one who could. Um, and and Tara yeah. brings it up like no one's even talking about putting him up. Uh, what the hell's going on? There you go, Tara. You got you're on you're on to something now. Whether you're going to be able to put it together in time, we'll see. But uh, yeah, like that that um. They the like it just gives you more profile as a dangerous player, right? And so if yeah. you can afford not to compete and especially not win, um, I think but you would that was to. kind of kind of jumping to the competition itself. You know, we'll we'll get to that. Go ahead. Yeah, and and so what uh, we kind of 
we kind of already talked about, but yeah, the Tina kind of goes outside to talk to with Latoya and Kiefer. So two members of this sunsetter. So we see, yeah, like that, this, this, this is working that these six are, and Latoya seems to be maybe the alpha of the group. She seems to be the godfather. She, she's absolutely the alpha. Right. Yeah. Um, it's just so obvious, which I, I think that might not work out for her in the long run, unless she really kind of stabilizes who her her pairs are well yeah like because even even let's say even she has jetson as her number one and then to sean maybe not as much anymore depending on how attached to beth um he becomes but then you got Kiefer in this mix too and tina Kiefer and tina and how deep do they want to go with someone like latoya who is just clearly a brilliant player and is going to be pulling the strings and you got, I think you, if I'm one of them, uh, I think you have to think about getting Latoya out before it's too late. Um, maybe, maybe you can wait to jury before you have to make a move or anything, but you may want to get her, her early in the jury process. I think that what happens is you have to kind of, uh, you're part of the group, so you're inside, is build up that trust. And then when the Romans come, um, storming the gates you kind of open the door and let them take care of the rest right so that's what i think that's Kiefer's move because she's she's not going to go home on Kiefer's hoh it's not going to happen so you just need to kind of let it happen when the opportunity comes and just kind of position yourself that's going to be your opportunity if she gets to the end I, I I like if she's playing the way she's playing now in terms of like how she's managing people and and like respected and feared she's winning the game right she, she's winning oh the for game sure like if I would never want to sit next to Latoya ever like you would lose I would lose I I, yeah. I could have played the best the best game ever if she just happens to be there she would be like I did so much more than Dave and I'd be like I believe you. <laughs> I like I believe you, Victoria. I, I think you I don't know what you did, but I believe you did it. because uh, she's just someone that you don't mess with. She's just like yeah. that kind of person. I have that complete vibe from her all the time, and I'm just like, uh oh, I'm getting out of your way. <laughs> you're like uh, you're like um uh, it's jur- it's time to, you know, plead your case, um, funny enough. And then she says her piece, and then it's like, okay, it's your turn. And then you look to get up, and she looks at you. She glares at you. You're like, no, no further questions. It's okay. Go yeah, I, I think she would. She would work really well in that world where uh, like Judge Dread is. I think she would work well, well like one of those judges <laughs> where she's like, I am the law, and she would just be like, dismissed. guilty, guilty, always guilty. Uh, so, so okay. And then um, the next scene was Tara and Rohan. Here we see that these two getting along working together they want to work with tina which is not gonna which that's not good for them because tina's not gonna be well tina might pull them in as like a side deal but she's not she's in this other group so they should be looking it'll be good for tina to to be great for tina if if you're a tina fan it's a great thing for tina but if if i have tara here in this draft and i'm like no tara don't like don't go to tina uh and i guess rohan's saying because rohan was the one who said that uh, yeah. to Tara here. I guess because he's thinking Tara and Tina are the two oldest, they might have a connection there, but so far we haven't seen that in the, at least not gameplay-wise. Tara and Tina yeah. are not working together. I don't, Other than Rohan, we're not quite sure what Tara's place in this game is, or house is. Yeah, you, you see her doing work, but the work just doesn't really seem anything that's going to materialize, honestly. Yeah, she doesn't have um, a lot of agency, it doesn't feel like. She needs to win HOH, I think. And I think she would be able to kind of make some inroads in there. Like, this would have been a perfect work for her, week for her, to be HOH. Mm-hmm. Because you, for the most part, you're not going to get blood on your hands. Um, but at the same time, you're able to make those inroads. And you have that power that you can, if used properly, can set you up for a longer part of the game. Right, but if Tara had been the HOH this week, that would have meant that the defenders would have won and Destiny would have been in vulnerable here. And I'm not sure who... Uh... No, Tara is on the Oh, wait, same... no, Tara's part of Destiny, too. Yeah, that's what that's what I'm thinking, yeah. Oh, I keep thinking Tara's part of Defender, but she's not. No. It, but because she, does, she doesn't feel like she's truly part of this Destiny group, kind of like Austin, 
who is a member of Destiny, but and one, but it, you see her close to Braden and Rohan. Braden and Rohan. But okay, so really what needs to happen is that Braden, Rohan, Austin, Terra need to all become a uh, like that has to become the other side, right? It it has to. It needs to, but I don't think it's going to happen. Um, I don't. Well, at least Austin. You would have that. That would be two pairs coming together. You'd have Tara and Rohan joining up with Austin and Braden. But wh wh where's the friction? There is it. Braden and Rohan can't connect. No, I don't think so either. I don't think that's an issue at all. I just feel like. And we've and let's no not one's about having Kyle. That Where's Kyle in this this mix? Well, Kyle and Rohan are a pair too. So yeah, so Kyle Kyle's not part of this six, um, no. which is interesting. Normally he would be part of this, so he's not in an, in an, a regular season. He would definitely be like the third bro. Like Kiefer seems odd because you would think Kyle would be there. Yeah, it would be Kyle instead of Kiefer. That's why it's a yeah. little bit unusual. But they they formed this alliance thinking it's not as expected, as much yeah. expected as the other one. So what I get, so that that rationalized. But what I don't know what we 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 see very little of Kyle. We don't know much about what's going on with him. Kyle he, plays pool, um, and he plays pool, and he talks to Rohan. That's basically what we know about Kyle's character. Right, and the casting's going alternate. <laughs> he wasn't supposed to be here but <laughs> um okay and then we've been waiting for it the whole episode the have not room reveal oh my god it's a ball pit yes it's I, I love the music i was like is there clowns are there clowns here oh no where and then because it was right after uh victoria had gone into the um diary room DR. i guess yeah i think DR. yeah and uh but so they thought she had gone in there with the clowns at one point and she's like no i don't know what's happening i have nothing to do with this and then the door opened to the the the, the ball pit well we knew about this already it, yes it had been part of the uh, i'd seen on the live feeds uh so this must have been a few days ago, but they chose to put it in this episode instead of the Sunday episode. A little bit surprising. We don't, I don't even know who the have-nots are, but <laughs> or who has to sleep in there. But uh, I think this is a fun room. Jane was not impressed. She was like, "No, you would suffocate. You can't sleep in this. You can't. You won't suffocate in that." I don't know. Well, the toy. Don't tell the toy. I do not like ball pits. <laughs> The image of her just sitting in the ball pit looking like not impressed is that is awesome. For I someone who doesn't that. like ball pits, she spent a lot of time in that ball pit, it felt like. Well, I think they wanted everyone in the ball pit, and she's like, this, I'm not I'm not feeling good. Is this like a, akin to a Nicole Anthony from BBUS who was afraid of birds and they were kind of leaning into that fear of birds into like her DR sessions and uh say like this is gonna be make you kind of a likable character on the show? Do you think there could have been a little bit of that? I, I think that they followed up with the DR and maybe told her, Hey, uh, we want to get you in the ball pit. <laughs> Maybe images of you in the ball pit um, again. So can you go back there and just like let people know that you're not a fan? Um, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, we noticed you weren't smiling when you were in the ball pit session. What <laughs> Did was you that not about? like it? Can I would love to know how the questions are phrased. <laughs> well, sometimes it's leading. That's why you you see people kind of help with the narrative a little bit too hard. And like some people are awkward in the DR, like Josh talking about how he's gonna rally the fight just seems so disingenuous. It's like I don't believe for a second that you you if someone came and said, "Hey, uh, what do you think you're gonna do for the rest of the week?" He's gonna say that. That seems like something that people have like kind of laid out and led him to kind of put as a as a conversational piece that they recorded. Yeah, if you want your stipend, Josh, you gotta like act like you're trying to fight for this or whatever. If you wanted best friends, I don't know, go to daycare. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so good. Um I, I you know, I'll be sad to see him go if he goes tomorrow though, in some ways. Mm -hmm. Uh because I feel like another week of this creepiness <laughs> is is what I need, but maybe not. Um maybe I'll be happier with that. Okay, the POV itself. It was an apple cart um, competition where you had to transport apples from on your wheelbarrow from on this like kind of narrow balance beam thing, uh, and whoever could get the most 
apples and lock in was kind of the idea of it. And so um, Kiefer killed it in this competition. Um, We saw here that Josh and Tina, as mentioned, they came second. And uh, Tara... No, No, Victoria, I think, was fourth. Victoria was fourth? Yeah, because she got 20, and I think Tara got 14. Oh, so maybe I meant uh, maybe I said Tara instead of Tina, um, but yeah. So who came last, Tara? Tara, she had a lot of trouble with it. Yeah, this did not look easy. This looked like a pretty tough competition tonight. You know what? I think it was easy in terms of what it, what the idea is. Difficult in execution, especially with like the pressures on. The timer is there. The pressure with people getting apples is like, is my apples enough? Did I put enough apples? Two just dropped. I don't remember the number. Is that enough? All right. And you're kind of like battling yourself. You don't know if you're going to lock in or not. Um, yeah, this uh, this is an interesting challenge. And I think perfect for Kiefer to win. Mm-hmm. Um, although we because Victoria was throwing, we don't know how many she could have gotten. No, yeah, I, like who's to say? Like, and who would have been the best at this? If anybody in the cast could have gone, I don't like Latoya. <laughs> my my go to answer is who would have been the best of this? Latoya. 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 Latoya will be the best at everything. Yeah. Yeah. She might be she under might pressure. Be, under pressure. She might be a bit competitive. Yeah. Um. I do not like ball pits. But um, yeah, like I, I was, I was happy for Kiefer. He wins here, takes himself off the block. It's a good uh, first, uh, you know. I think it's a good lesson to the house too about nominees can come down and yeah. repercussions of that. I, you know, do you not feel that Kiefer's celebration was a tad excessive? Hide a guy till I die. Oh no, like the yeah, yeah, <laughs> like not even like in the room. He was doing that like at the like the the challenge he was like yeah let's go let's go like oh his celebration yeah like i could could, excessive i could see some people not liking that yeah i I could understand it didn't bother me but like i just chalk that up to he's i don't know i just think that's how he is Um, uh, i think that's how he would be in real life when something great happens uh so i think he was just being honest and uh couldn't contain it yeah he could have been it was a little i just i just feel like i understand doing a good portion of it behind doors which he did but like he kind of like had dance moves like if i remember correctly like in on the um the show floor and i'm like okay (laughs) (laughs) yeah it wasn't it wasn't yeah it was whatever uh we we then we had Josh and Kiefer for, for a minute talking, right? Um, yep. I can't remember much about this anymore. Was this way? Um, it's just kind of Josh saying, hey, um, you know, no hard feelings. Um, good for you. Um, I got to do my best to kind of, you know, figure out my way. Um, you know, I'm, I'm going to try to see if I can get row up. Um, you know, it was, it was just like preliminary talk, like congratulations and just saying, like, now I got to figure out my own way. Yeah, uh, I guess no hard feelings. I understand. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, but then, yeah, it becomes obvious that Rohan's probably the 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 renom here. Like, who else is it going to be? Because it's Austin. She's not going to put Brayden up, and so and Jetson, it she doesn't. That would be blood on her hands potentially. So uh, Rohan kind of is accepting of his fate here, but Tara is not having it. So she talks to Rohan. And then uh, Rohan goes to talk to Austin. He's kind of like, I get it, or whatever. He tries to play it. Off. He's, I, I'm, I, I think we should give Rohan a little bit more credit as a player because he's handling this this fairly well. I think. Yes, uh, I agree too. You know, I'm not happy about it, but obviously I'll deal with it and whatever. And he feels like he was like, I think I can go against Josh and be safe. So uh, good, good for Rohan because I think we uh, underestimated him a touch. Uh, coming into the season and uh but uh you know well and we'll see how this whole week plays out we'll see how we you know he's still got uh, 24 hours from now until that vote to deal with it um but tara tara doesn't get this she's she's trying to get answers 
And Austin doesn't have answers for her. Like, why? Why not Jetson? Why? Why? But it's. I think it's, it was too late at that point. You're trying to introduce that type of thing into the conversation. And unless you are kind of making those plans prior to even the veto, waiting till after the veto to kind of put that in motion, it's too late. Maybe a massive blindside, uh, yeah. uh, like back door, right? So I don't. The, the, I, house, I, the house would feel um, pretty much betrayed by this. And it would be like it would be the exact opposite of what of how Austin's playing, which is kind of more. Even though she's HOH, she's kind of a little bit more low key, mm-hmm. a little a little subtler, right? So that would be a big swing to put Jetson up. I think uh, you would put it, it would either go probably even, bad for her. even to be put as as a pawn. It's just oh, it's yeah. no it's yeah, like no. you need to put in that work and make sure that you have things in order because. Like, unless she was really hell-bent on doing it and made sure that the votes were going the way that she needed to, there's no way you can even contemplate it at all. That's just going to make people angry. Yep. Uh, I'm with you. And then we had uh, Brayden and Austin in the HOH prior to the veto ceremony. Uh, Brayden, um, okay, him is a... I'm a little bit more optimistic with him, but I've only seen him... Uh, with Austin now as HOH and obviously he's super comfortable, confident this week. What will be next week for him? Um, what will happen when he's up against the wall? I'm curious with Braden, but here he, I thought he did a pretty good job being advisor to Austin because Austin's like, well, but if I, what happens with Rohan, um, you know, if I put him up, and, like, oh, he'll put me up now because I put him up and he's like, well, I guess, but what else, what can we do about that? Like, um, if you think you're getting through the game without ever touching the block, well, um, you are not Derek. Okay, you are not. Well, Just, yeah, it's like it's like Austin well, doesn't want to be HOH, right? She doesn't want to have to do make these decisions, but she has to. Yeah, which goes to like the fact that we're giving her not great mark this week <laughs> so far, um, and then the veto ceremony. Uh, it was fine. Kiefer came down. Rohan went up, and uh, of course, uh, Josh's clip about go to daycare. But um, that that Canadian veto necklace, it's so big. It's I know it's nine seasons later, but <laughs> that thing is massive. Uh, the box, it, the, even the box that they, 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 holds it is yeah. just like this huge friggin' thing. It's on a stand. It's uh, gonna be closed. It's it, it, it's just it's a little coming off of the u.s which has got this little it's, golden subtle which i like i like it's a little bit gaudy the the big v it's a it's crazy now this year it's green it's got like it's part it ties into like the theme and everything but yeah but it's just so big it's like yeah. the size of some people like of a small person's chest and it, and then it goes into this huge uh massive box thing box, i guess yeah. it's tradition now but yeah, the U.S. has got the little tiny contain. one. It's the golden power veto in the U.S. Here, it's not yeah. golden; it's plastic, um, and uh, it's it's just the, the little box. But it's that's just that's whatever. That's minor things. Um, <laughs> that's how you feel, you. Dave. So it's that's valid. how I feel. That's how I feel. It was my reaction to it. Um, but pretty much otherwise that was it right so we can kind of get into what we can kind of look ahead to in coming up to thursday uh the eviction i don't know if it's live or not it was live when they taped it with uh live to tape. that's typically how they did it yeah live to tape so when exactly this eviction is happening i don't know but it's uh, if they it, keep with like regular schedules it should be around six o'clock eastern time i guess six, so but seven. a couple a couple hours before they actually put it on the air yeah Okay, that's fair. Um, so we're going to be seeing that tomorrow night, and we'll be talking about whatever we can learn from the live feeds and uh, and and potential spoilers if this vote is going in another direction. So if you're with us uh, here and you don't want to know anything about uh, what they could show us tomorrow night, then please jump off. But otherwise, we, you know, I don't know how much we're going to learn, so uh, it's maybe worth sticking around. I don't have I don't have that much spoilers. To, like okay, well then I... stick around. But I'm going to play the spoiler warning just in case. Here we go. <laughs> I, I literally, I I literally was up to just post the um, the competition in terms of, of spoiler information. I'm still behind. I 
I've just been swamped at work. I haven't been able to catch up with um, with spoilers. One thing that did come up um, that I loved was a group of people were sitting down having a conversation about what the the rest of the season is going to look. And Kiefer said, uh, hey, um, I wonder if uh, somewhere down the line, uh, Julie and Josh come back into the house, to which Josh was like right there <laughs> during this conversation. He's like, I'm not voting out yet. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> when well, Josh comes back, how can I come back? I'm not gone yet. Whoa, that's a little <laughs> sus. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, that's it. I, I literally am behind. I I didn't really get a chance to. Think. Okay, I, but I, is there any chance that it's not Josh? It somehow is going to be Rohan tomorrow. There's no way. I I will. I will um, eat some paper if it's Rohan that's going home. Because, like, I understand the reasoning why people couldn't keep Josh. Because Josh is that shield that you can, that's always a better alternative than you being voted out. Right? And if Rohan does something stupid to piss off people, then you have a reason to, to keep Josh and get rid of Rohan. Because if your team loses, Right, Josh is going to be put up, and Josh is pretty enticing to get to vote out. Right, so if yeah. you keep your head down, you'll be okay. So that is a reason to keep Josh. Um, that's it. Every other, so it's like ninety nine point nine percent is the uh, voting on Josh makes sense. That zero zero point one percent is the reason to keep Josh. Yeah, I just don't. I I can't see them not. It will be a unanimous vote. I would predict. Um, <laughs> he will vote for himself. <laughs> right. Now, if we if, let's, I just want to even look ahead a little further. Potentially, like let's say Josh goes out, he even votes for himself, and uh, and and then um, they are they are voting. Every single person's voting, right? Everyone votes. Yeah, everyone votes yeah. except the HOH. Except the HOH. Yeah. Right. So it's still because working, even though they have this team. But okay, like looking ahead, we're probably going to get another, at least one more week of this team thing. Um, but if these defenders lose again, oh, I don't man. think they're going to lose again. No. No. I think um, next HOH is going to be, it's either going to be Braden or uh, Braden or, um, Braden or Kiefer? Because I don't think Latoya is going to put herself in a position to be HOH. Right? She doesn't need it. Um, no. What Ty's on the team, right? It's Ty. Yeah. Um, yeah like we see Ty or, uh, um, but Jensen's not right. Like, but but they would be fine if it, so. If any one of those Sunsetters wins, right, is good for the Sunsetters. Doesn't yeah. matter which team they're on, which is what it's a smart thing is to do. Is not rely your alliance really shouldn't rely on this team twist because it could change so if you have the option to create a cross team alliance do it so good on the on the, on them but if um if I'm a non member of this sunsetters wins whether that be tara whether that be rohan um Bra- brayden um brayden i don't well, if, it's, if it's rohan he was talking about putting up Trying to take a shot at Jed and Ty, which makes no sense to me. But isn't that the smart thing to do, at, especially at this stage? No. Why no, you might like you 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 as the HOH are not competing in the veto, right? Like so, you have less of an opportunity to keep the uh, the votes the same. So it makes more sense to at least backdoor, because unless one of them wins the veto, um, like um, let's say. Jed is nominated and Ty wins veto, right? V- he's gonna use the veto to save Jed, and then both of your targets are unavailable. If both of them are on the block, right? Especially yeah. with the him assuming Rohan assumes is a big alliance, but like let's say um, one of them is on the block, and you uh, or you you put both of them on the block, and one of them takes themselves out. And then you have well, you put, you, well, Jensen and Ty are in different teams, right? So they, yeah, they, I know. So. so you couldn't put them both up unless the teams were done away. But if okay, but if like Rohan is not a member of the Sunsetters, 
there's nothing wrong, I think, with putting up two members of the Sunsetters. Uh, whether he well, he wouldn't know. So he's going to put up Jed and who? Who are you going to put up with Jed? Uh, can you put up anybody in my in this situation? No, or just... on, only on the um, Team Destiny. But Rohan is also... No, he's a defender. Yeah, but so is Jetson. So Ty, Ty is on the other Sorry, team. Sorry, I, I keep so on he could only up. He could only put up Ty. And who yeah. would he put up next to Ty? Yeah. Uh, only Latoya. Latoya's on his own oh, team. Defender. This is confusing. <laughs> you need you need your board right beside you. I do. The- I need I need a whole chart here to kind of keep track of who's because these alliances are not with the teams and they. So he can and- put up Tina, Tara, Austin, um, Kyle, um, uh, okay, Ty. Yeah. Yes, then you're absolutely right. It's too early for Rohan to take a shot. Yeah, you be- can't do anything. Be- because, but let's say this team thing is gone next. It's just gone for next week, right? So Rohan can it can put up whoever if he's H2H. Putting up, I think putting up a tie in Jensen would serve him fine. One of them better go home. Well, they have to because who's his Not replacement? Vito. Well, yeah. Who's his replacement? If any, if um, you would have well, maybe that's would be, a little, that would have to be a toy, or that would have to be um, like you know, you'd have to have the eligibility to put up someone just as strong and close to that group. But then that you've declared war at that point if you're Rohan, yeah, right. And like you better be prepared to win veto next week. Because... And you got to you got to stay the course. You have to be comfortable being the like. It's hard being the other side of the house when I, the... I, I think Rohan is a player. He's one of those people that will suggest something. He's not going to get power to be able to do it. He's not going to put himself in that kind of position to be exposed like that. Yeah. Right. No, it just, I think it doesn't right. seem, he, he he's not going to do it. Then how did Jensen and Ty not go deep into this game? Are, they are going to go deep in this game, um, up until probably double. At least, like no, who one of those gonna... three? No, one of those three has to be eliminated in the double. One of yeah, you three. have to you have to get two of the three out, like, and we're talking about Latoya, Jetson, and Ty. Yeah, kind of to. more more specifically here, uh, like because if you don't get one of those three out, like by final six, like you're, it's I I don't understand how you could even hope to go deep unless you're gonna just run the run the game and win everything from from that point on. Yeah, like I do, do a Kevin. What's his name, Kevin? Um, from Survivor? No, from this, from Big Brother Canada. Kevin Martin. Oh, um, Ke- Kevin Martin, yeah. Yeah, Kevin Martin. I'm on to you. <laughs> Stop. Oh, my gosh. The Pepto's yeah. working, but still. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Right. <laughs> yeah, not much. Sorry. Um, hopefully. No, okay. that, that's, uh, that, I think we can probably wrap this episode, um, uh, you know, because... We got to vote. We got. We're kind of looking ahead into sort of what week three is going to be, and uh, I think that's good. Um, we're expecting Josh to go tomorrow, and we are. I'm look. I just hope that uh, it's a, it's an unexpected HOH something. Like I thought Austin was kind of interesting, but I think I think it was a bit early for her. Victoria HOH. Victoria HOH. I want to know what's in her basket. I want to know uh, what's uh, <laughs> what's going on with Victoria's HOH. Her medication. Yeah. medications in a basket yeah her, her or all the party favors so uh it's a spicy v is, yeah, spicy she is. V. yeah okay so yeah let's call it a night uh we will be back here on super Mater brothers podcasting youtube and facebook as well as our audio versions uh tomorrow night uh following the not so, the live when they taped it uh eviction uh, we will be then back on Monday as we'll be covering next week's uh, HOH and, uh, and and initial nominations. Of course, we'll be back next Wednesday to talk about very much like this one about the POV and then and so forth and repeat for another eight weeks until we get a we crown a winner. Um, Friday. Oh. Friday, also here on Super Mater Brothers Podcasting Special, we are starting our Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, recap podcast where we're talking about the the, the projects and we're starting with wandavision the first disney plus show to go out there with uh, on uh, mcu uh specific uh in this gap between uh wandavision and the debut of uh, falcon and the winter soldier as uh, disney plus and mcu do continue their mission to take over all of media and content and everything else but i'm a big fan and, and so uh, jameel ashley and i uh will be there for 
Friday night, Friday night at nine. Talk about if you haven't watched WandaVision, I would highly recommend it. Uh, and we're going to talk about it then. Um, also, we have our other channel, Live Long and Podcast, where we talk about Star Trek all the time on Tuesdays, Deep Space Nine, on Wednesdays, Original Series, on Thursdays. Uh, when there's other shows like Lower Decks or Discovery or Picard, we have companion podcasts for every episode out there you can check out, including Star Trek movies. And uh, additionally, we do this thing called Star Trek Radio Theater, where we uh, we reenact the scripts. We're going to be doing an episode of Star Trek The Next Generation this Sunday night uh, called Disaster, where the ship gets hit by a quantum filament. And uh, and uh, this is one where Keiko O'Brien gives birth to Molly O'Brien. There's uh, We got uh, my wife Jane in there. We got Michael Chan, Jessica Chan, Jeff Mater, Tom Mott Tyrell, Kevin Millard, and Adam Woodward. Uh, playing Commander Riker. It's going to be a lot of fun. If you it's uh, check that out on uh, on Sunday night, Sunday. March fourteenth, and um, and our other channel, Trivial Debates, where we argue about movies, uh, TV, sports, more. Jamil is reigning champion at the moment. That is our third channel. That's a monthly show on Sundays. So uh, we'll be doing one at the end of March, and I think that's it. That's it. Okay. Well, we're, let's. Uh, how how should we end this episode? Um. Well, how do they say it? I, the great uh, Marissa Cox would say, "Somebody's um, somebody's watching." Somebody's watching. I gotta do that. I gotta go. Good night, everyone. Binoculars. Oh, thank you.